start with the caveats. Sparkle Army. Sparkle Episode Army. one. Here we Take go. One. Episode what are your caveats? Two, two cat well one's one's like an eight. One I don't want to say anything that's gonna get any of us fired. That's why there's no video. I, don't I need plausible deniability. Have we not said things like we're gonna Well, just nothing party? like so. Uh, I feel like I can guarantee like... almost everything I say would get me fired. <laughs> so, <Same. laughs> well, you guys, that's I believe what led us to having a podcast is because of the ridiculous things that come out of our mouths that are mm-hmm. all a hundred percent factual. So, yeah, like, I think this is the perfect lead-in. I think this should be recorded. It is being recorded. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh, why I said, don't talk yet. Whatever you're green, gonna say. Green light, baby. The second caveat is nothing that will um, shame my mother or <laughs> or my. Again, I feel like they, they, have they don't have to know. My mom doesn't know how to use um, technology. So it's it's just when we hit like po- send him, so. when we hit podcast fame. It's going to be like, okay. I knew it's well, going to happen. Well, then we'll be so wealthy, it won't matter. It's mm-hmm. very... You can buy her therapy. They can all work through it. They're all replaceable. <laughs> this is, we're manifesting Sam, here. do you have anything that you want to add? <laughs> Sam, for the record, that gave... If that was on video, you would have gotten gave it Gave a profound... A thumbs up. Thumbs up. It just wasn't a Except thumb. for the part where it wasn't a thumb. All right. So, today's topic is what? Most embarrassing story we've never told each other. Just a really. I mean, most is a tall order. Stories. Most embarrassing is a tall order because I feel like I outdo myself on a regular basis. You do a great job. Thanks. Okay. Really putting out my best effort. Most embarrassing. So I have one in mind. (laughs) And it doesn't, you know, there's one plus one. Whatever you're going to say, I love. But yeah. Yeah, so the agreement was, because we didn't know how to start this, we yes. would just tell each other embarrassing stories. Right. So, 100 years ago, once upon a time in my past life, I won a raffle at my old job, two tickets anywhere Southwest flies. And I was dating somebody at the time, so we decided to take that raffle winning to New York from California for St. Patrick's Day. So, super fun, super fun. So we packed... We were going for like five days. Never, uh, I had been, he had never been. Anyway, um, we knew one of the nights we were going to a Broadway show and out to a really nice dinner. So I packed a really nice dinner and Broadway show outfit. But our layover, nor'easter. So I did not pack like New York winter. Being from California my whole life, I don't know what to anticipate. Yeah. What real here. cold is like? Well, real cold, like real actual weather is yeah. like. When was this? It was St. Patrick's Day. But how long ago? Oh my god, now we're going like 2006, 2007. Do you have a cell phone? There's a weather. I had all the things, but I also had an outfit in mind that was sticking to no matter what. (coughs) So, uh, dinners before this Broadway musical, and um, I'm wearing a plunging, backless, knee length, teal silk dress. In the snow. In the snow. <laughs> but I have wool socks. I like. I and I have. Um, Uggs. I have, no, I have, uh, have open toed heels on, and it's ice and snow outside. But I have committed to this vision. So uh, I have a coat. I have a big chunky wool scarf, and I tucked socks in my purse, thinking like I'll put socks on during dinner and during the show, and then like I'll <laughs> save myself, right? I'll save. Yes. Well, your socks. Yes. Is that weird? Is that weird? with my with my big? I would never pink think of that. Wool scarf. I would have worn All right. Eggs. So I should have worn Uggs and didn't have Uggs. 
So um, I slip just from the door of the hotel to the taxi. And I'm like, this will be fine because we'll be in a restaurant. It's no big deal. The cab dressed us off like six blocks away from the actual restaurant because he couldn't figure out where we were going. So now we're walking with um, an umbrella and open-toed heels to this restaurant in New York City in the ice and snow. So we get to the restaurant and um, this <laughs> host looks at me and he's like, can I take your coat? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'm just going to sit here. No, you get that. Not yet, it. at least. So we take a step to get seated at our table. And I do a straight up cartoon, like my feet start slipping one way and then they slip the other way. And split your dress? Oh, I didn't split my dress because it was very flowy. But because it was silk and I didn't want underwear lines, I'm not wearing any. So my feet give out from underneath me. I flip no. all the way backwards on my head onto a wood floor. My legs are up in the air. My dress is up in the air. And the whole restaurant goes, oh! <gasps> Some, there's some laughter. There's just mostly shock and awe. That is literally so help that me, be the best story ever. They help me back up onto my and then you slippery, slippery. And you're like, I'm okay. Those slippery ice skates, right? So they see us at our table. And um, I had now, like, given the coat because I thought, like, really, I just, I'm here. And these people are all in, like, their finest J. Crew layers. Because I've seen your beaver, so yes. you can hand the coat over. Clearly, she's not from here because you can still dress nice and realistic for the weather that is currently New York Nor'easter. Okay. So we're sitting at the table, and I'm like, <laughs> so I ask for my coat back, and I ask for my scarf back. So I'm wearing the scarf, I'm wearing the little socks at the table. We get a free glass of champagne out of this. That's it. You should have gotten a free glass well, of tequila. They should have kicked us out of they the restaurant. They should have given you a free dinner. Yes. Yeah, well, they yeah. got our show. Hindsight. <laughs> Hindsight, there very much should have been more, like, reparations involved, but we were just... And then we went back and forth between, I went back and forth the whole dinner between like laughing and then just sobbing. So it's like your ass being sore. Oh, my head was sore. Like I knew all the way back, all the way back. So anyway, we finished our dinner. It was lovely. We ended up running back to the hotel in time to change clothes like a normal person in like jeans and boots, which I had also packed and made it to our Broadway show and lived to tell the tale. Did you take a picture at dinner of your beautiful outfit for posterity? No. Did you wear no. it again? Um, I don't. I, was it ruined? It wasn't ruined. My, you know, my association with the dress was ruined. But I feel like I couldn't have sat through that meal knowing everyone I could around. Not. I would have been <laughs> like, can someone call me a taxi? I'm out. Yeah, there wasn't Chick Fil A at the time, or that might be where we went oh next. My in gosh, a taxi. That's so funny. Yeah. No. So anyway, there you have it. That's a good one. But I feel like I have two really embarrassing ones. One is more street legal than the other. Street legal or HR legal? So mine was street legal. One of my... Yours wasn't bad. They get less street legal, but... I feel like... However I die, it's going to be embarrassing. Like, there's no way. I've lived an embarrassing life, so however I die, it's going to be embarrassing. Too. <laughs> I myself like, for sure. It's going to oh, be yeah. something oh, yeah. bad. And I just know that. That's fair. Um, but one of my biggest fears, for the sake of my parents, speaking of non-embarrassing, is that I will die with a penis in my mouth. <laughs> 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 like, I just... <laughs> How often does that happen? 
happen. Well, it doesn't happen often. I worked Why hard to not let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> she worked so hard not to have it. You're I worked so hard anxiety. to keep it away from Yeah, my then face. your body's going to have a shock when it's there, and <laughs> then it's going to be like, oh, she flatlined. I mean, so I just have this fear of like, <laughs> the door's locked, you can't go. <laughs> You can't, you're not allowed to open the door and let people I have this fear that I can visualize the accident. They come upon my body. They go to remove me from upon, the scene. Probably. And they go, and they can't open the door because I'm going to say it. And then when they go to remove my body, there's a dick inside. Is it still attached to someone? No, it's no. gone. It's in oh. my You asphyxiated on it. But I have like a genuine... For the record, everyone, Samantha left because a, already we're eight and a half minutes in. She does not appreciate the level of I would say estrogen, but I don't have any except synthetic, so she's not appreciate the level of girl power or sharing. It's too sparkly. We're gonna bring her back for another episode. Yes, I. It's a real fear I have. It's real. Squirrels and dick and death by dick. Those are the two ways. Two things I'm scared of. Yeah. I don't think you hear that very often. It's a hard way to go. <laughs> it's not a common way to die, but I'm sure it happens. So anyway, knowing that this is you like think you're going to clamp down as you well, die in the accident. Yeah, I assume oh, like, like blunt my instinct trauma. would be like <gasps> to bite down, and then when they find me, you know, I'll be ejected, and then there'll be a penis in ejected my mouth and, and ejaculated somewhere yeah. else, presumably. Also dead. Also dead. In this situation, well, I would he's hope so. Otherwise, dead. he's in a lot of pain because <laughs> I've got his penis. <laughs> You're not getting it and back. And I'm not giving it back. <laughs> so that's what they say, like, you're going to take this to the grave. <coughs> you're yeah. literally taking that it. That is it. Yes. So this is one of my fears, right? And it has been for a long, longer than I care to admit. So when I was in college, I had a very handsome, very muscular rugby boyfriend who could talk me into a lot of things that I wouldn't otherwise rugby, do. Huh? He was a real stud. Dumb as rocks, but... That's not why we dated him. That's not why I dated him. It was mostly for his arms. Anyway, we were driving to Six Flags in New Jersey, which is already not, like, the classiest place on earth, right? So we're driving to Six Flags, and he <clears throat> decides to bamboozle me into why, because we're in a high car, that I should provide road assistance. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I had worked very hard not to do before or since. I don't yeah. care how cute his arms, how good cute he is or how great his arms are. That's a hard no. So I, <laughs> I no give in. No pun intended. So I give in, right? Yeah. So it all goes as planned and yeah. all of the things. Well done. And, um, you know, I watch my sodium, so I'm not looking to take in a lot of salt. So I don't consume <laughs> anything. I find a little cup and then... In it goes. Okay. How dainty and well, just wait. She is just We're Martha Stewart over here. Oh, I know. I don't know. She planned I ahead. Think he, I think he probably she planned. planned ahead. He planned ahead. Yeah. So the deed is it's done. The, the cup is there. <clears throat> yeah. And we obviously need to dispose of this. And we're on the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh. I ro- I know it couldn't get less classy. I roll down the window on the New Jersey Turnpike. Take the cup stick it out the window, but don't think about the fact that if the cup is this way and the wind is going this way, <laughs> that the wind goes in, 
<laughs> and then forces it out. Oh. It forces it out of the cup and then into my face oh, at like no. 80 miles an hour. So oh, I'm now, you, like you ingest her. I can now glow in the dark. Oh no. And so, he did, through the turnpike. And into Six Flags. <laughs> There's a Six Flags in New Jersey? Yeah. There is? Yeah, I think that's where it is. I don't know. I might have blacked out. Magic Mountain? Yeah. Did you laugh? No, it's not called Magic Mountain, though. Oh. Yeah. I laughed. It was hilarious. Did you laugh? Yeah. Well, he was happy. For sure. He was thrilled. Yeah. It was, like, caked on my face. (laughs) I showed up at Six Flags, and there are all these families around, and I'm, like, frantically searching for a bathroom. Does anybody have a wet nap? It was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, never again. Oh, never again. But this is why I... Never but again. you learned, yeah. My other really embarrassing one, but everybody has their pants on, is I worked in my past life when I was fun mm-hmm. and young. I worked as a cocktail server at a very fancy hotel in Florida. Okay. And they held a lot of big conferences and stuff there. So <clears throat> we had like the NBA All-Star Weekend and all the things. So the conference was all of the owners. It was like an NFL owners conference. So they're all there. Now there's some movers and shakers. Yeah. Um, and so he, so I get this table and I grew up on the East Coast. I, you know, a New York sports fan, all the things. So I'm with this table and they don't have... I know they're part of it, but they don't have any gear on, right? Because they're the owners and the head coaches. And so I'm talking to them for a little bit and making nicey-nice and chatting all the things. And at some point, they say to me, just remind you, I work on tips. I live for tips here. So the goal is not to offend our guests. So we're making small talk, and it comes up that I am from the East Coast and love New York, blah, 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 and all the things. And they said, oh, do you like football? And I said, oh, yeah, I love football. I, you know, used to work for a golf club in New York, and the owners or the people that went to the golf club are the owners of the Giants, so I'm a big Giants fan, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, what about the Jets? Now, me being a dummy, nothing clicked in my head. Yeah. So they pressed me whether I like the Jets, and my response is to be, ew, no, I hate the Jets. They're gross. I can't stand them. I hope they <laughs> never win. It was the entire Jets owner suite and their head coach and everybody and I didn't realize like as soon as I said it I realized I recognize all of you oh no it just couldn't you have just said just kidding I said that on purpose I was pretty you couldn't push the twins up and make them distracted (laughs) they were about as up as they could be I was was young they didn't need to be pushed up they were just up pretty kids yeah that was a bad one yeah oh man and you're like I said it on I knew exactly who you were yeah like that was one of the ones I'd have rather had a penis in my mouth Open mouth, insert foot. Uh, so that's, right. did that's, you how, I, that's get, how you died. Did you not get good? I'm sure I got a good tips. tip. Yeah. I'm sure I did. I was still lovely, but I was more. Yeah. To this day, I still, if I see anything with the Jets, I like cringe. Like, oh, oh I'm just the worst yeah. Ever. You just feel it. I could have been so cool, and I just wasn't. <sighs> well, I'm still not cool, so. Well, I'm never going to be cool. That's okay. What about you? Embarrassing story. <clears throat> I don't have anything like that. I have not lived that colorful of a life. I would say my my labor story with Evan at Cedar Sinai, where my face is probably on the front. Do not let in. <laughs> probably my most um, 
insane story. There was that time you called your boss and didn't realize it was your boss. Oh, yeah, that did happen. But I don't feel like that's a good, like, story if you don't know the players, right? Well, I have heard of your birth story. I have not heard your birth story. Oh, you haven't? No, I have not. My birth story. So Evan is number three. He's currently 19. And I had a horrible pregnancy with him and just a really bad time in general at that point in my life. And it was a stay-at-home mom, which seems amazing until 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 it was until they start moving and then you're like this is not until there's someone hanging on you 24 hours yeah so i was gonna have a c-section because they decided they didn't want you to be back i had a c-section with josh i had a v-back with hannah now they decided again three years later no v-backs aren't a thing so my husband said just go get your nails and toes done and your hair and do all the things and just go to the hospital like a little princess and just have a c-section zip it. I can't take more stress. And I was like, okay, that seems fine. Actually, my C-section was fine. Um, so three weeks before, I have a C-section scheduled for like, I don't know, St. Patrick's Day week or something. I think it was like the 17th he was doing. So I wake up in the middle of the night and I like have really weird cramps and I've never gone into labor on my own. So I'm like, assuming I need to go like to the bathroom. You know, when you're at that point of pregnancy, it can either be constipation or diarrhea. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is weird. I go to the bathroom, nothing happens. About 15 minutes later, again, go to the bathroom, nothing happens. And I'm like, hmm, this hmm. is weird. Uh-oh. This is curious. So I lay there for a little bit, and then I realize about every 15 oh, minutes, my God. I have this uh, funny pain that makes me think I'm going to poop, but there's nothing to poop. And how far until your C-section date? Three weeks. Okay. So I wake up David and say, first of all, Hannah's in our bed. She was three. I'm like, I wake up David and I say, I think I'm in labor. And he's like, gosh, you're not in labor. That, no, for sure that's not a thing. No, I, I think this is what labor feels like when you're not in a hospital with 18 people and 47 IVs and monitors. Yeah. So I call my doctor at like, I don't know, maybe four in the morning and say, I think I'm in labor. I'm going to take a shower and then head to the hospital. And he's like, okay, sounds good. I'll meet you there. I go to take a shower and I decide that my hair is disgusting, so I'm going to wash it. But now I'm starting to have like painful contractions. So I'm like, (laughs) okay, well, this is a terrible decision. So we're just going to put that hair up in a really ugly bun. Did shave my legs. I don't know how, because I definitely couldn't see them. Called my parents, (laughs) my parents, and I I guess I must have called my mother-in-law, too. I don't know. We called everyone at 4 in the morning. I don't really remember. So, anyways, my parents and my mother-in-law get there, and at this point, I'm in, we go out to the garage because I'm in a lot of pain. So, like, I want to, like, when my parents pull up, I want to jump out. We get to the garage, and it had been pouring. The garage is leaking. So, David is, like, a bucket out of water and then he realizes he for, did not finish emptying the car out from Costco so he is emptying the car out from Costco <laughs> and you're there in the morning and I am oh my holding God. my belly not feeling very well and our parents pull up and I guess my mom it was decided somehow that my my mom was coming with us because she was going to be in the delivery room and 
my dad and David's mom were going to stay with the kids because kids were going to wake up. We wouldn't be there, right? And of course, when you are pregnant, you're and you have children, you're really worried about how your the other children. Like I'm not yeah. thinking about the baby I haven't had. Yeah. I'm thinking about how my kids are going to feel when I wait when they wake up and mommy's not there. Of course, and, you know we prepped them, but I didn't think I had to prep them too much because I was having a C-section. So we get so we get in the car and we we live in Calabasas. I have to get to Cedar Sinai. It's like 4:30 in the morning or something. And I say to David, I think we should just go to Tarzana. I don't think we should drive to Cedars. I really don't feel good. And of course, my Jewish mother's in the back going, don't push. Are you pushing? Don't push. Just suck breathe. it in. You need suck to breathe. it in. Cross just your legs. Breath. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what she's saying. But in any case, I think we should just go get off at Reseda. And it's torrentially boring. And he's like, Paula, there's no one at... Tarzana, it's not a teaching hospital. There's no doctors there. Like, what do you, who's going to deliver your baby? Like, no, we're not doing that. So I say, okay. So here I am sitting in his, and it's like a, maybe a month old, the car. And I'm like, I should have brought a towel. Like, what if oh, my water have. breaks or something? What if I start leaking? I don't know. I really don't know that much about yeah. how that works. I really checked out of that rotation in school. So we get to Wilshire and Santa Monica and my feet are on the dashboard and I say, David, I think you need to start running lines. We're not going to make it to the hospital. I feel like I need to push, like I can't sit. And he's like, it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. And it's you're, not. you're fine. It's okay. Everything's fine. We're going to be there in a few minutes. And my mom is in the back seat, like rubbing my shoulders. Like I'm, like I'm, like I'm a player about to go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to go out to the All right, champ. And she's like, you got this. You've got this. Don't push. Just keep breathing. I'm like, yeah, um, that's not helpful. Stop. Touch me. So you pull up to Cedars and at night you can only get in on the ER side, the tower where the labor and delivery is, is locked. So he pulls up to the ER and I'm not joking. I throw open the door grab my belly and I start running into the emergency room. He is not even in a parking spot. Like he's in a yeah. ambulance parking. I go running in. They are in the car going, what the F? My mom starts following Call me. the police. We've got another my crazy. Following me. David follows her. And then the ER guy, the attendant is waiting there with a wheelchair. And he's like, here's a wheelchair. I'm like, yeah, I can't sit. Like, there's a baby coming out. I will crush like, a child's I, head. Yeah, no, I cannot sit down. That's not a thing. So where's labor and delivery? Like, because did I go on a tour? Did I know where anything was? No, of course this not. It's also cute. Why, why would I do that? And it's Cedars, whatever. It'll be fine. So they're yelling at David to move the car. And David's like, I can't move the car. Like, my wife's about to have a baby. So he's giving them, like, the keys to move the car. So... I'm walking down a hallway, have no idea where I'm going. The guy's behind me pushing the wheelchair. My mom's behind him and David's behind my mom. You and, got this. And in retrospect, I have no idea how like this was like a it was like a sitcom. And I am every other contraction stomping in the hall and like screaming at the top of like and my mom's like, she is really not like this. Like she is a nice, <laughs> she is a nice girl and she is apologizing to people. And I finally turn around when we get to the elevator and I'm like, I'm never going to see these people again. Can you please stop apologizing? Like who fucking cares? We get in the elevator and I am now having contractions every five minutes and I think I might die. So I get in the wheelchair, but I swing my legs over the mm -hmm. side yeah, because I can't sit on my ass because I think I'm going to crush my kid's head. Get to labor and delivery. 
I push the thing for the guy. Like, I can't even wait the, gotcha. to get in. <laughs> get in, and my doctor is there, like, which was good. He came in, and I said, and he said, How, hi, and I said, I'm having a baby, and he goes, I know, and I said, um, I'm having a baby right now. Like, there is a head about to come out, and they freak out, throw me onto this gurney. I still have my shirt on, but I... My pants are off, and I'm spread open for the world to see. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, there's a head. She's crowning. They put me back. They put a blanket over me, take me down the hall to a labor and delivery room. I'm in between the gurney and the hospital bed, and there's now 80 people in the room. And my water breaks. Okay. And you can smell the meconium. So, of course, being the psychopathic psycho that I am, I'm like, Oh, that's good. It wasn't Siri's for you, Siri. Yeah. Siri, nosy. Wait your turn. So I say, oh my God, that's meconium. That's bad. What does that mean? Why is my baby stressed? What's happening? You know, in between screaming through contractions. So they get me positioned and he says, the baby's breech. That's all right. I said, I'm sorry, what? The baby's breech. We're going to have to take you to OR. So I get back on the gurney and... <laughs> They wheel me to the OR. I get to the OR. I don't even have an IV yet. Like, I don't even have an ID band. Yeah. I don't know where David and my mom Just went. Don't even care. Right? Honestly, yeah. could care less at this point. I'm in so much pain. Some little tiny Jewish man comes in and goes, I'm Dr. I don't know, Goldman. And I'm going to do give you general anesthesia. And I said, absolutely fucking not. I'm not signing a consent for general anesthesia. That's not happening. Yeah. I don't, like, no. Go away. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. My doctor must be scrubbing. And I'm like, okay. I need to start pushing. Like, I don't know what's happening here, but I need to push. Like, that's it. Yeah. So my doctor comes in and I said, I need to push and I need to push like now. Yes, like, I can't nice. stop. He says, okay, let's just, we got this. Let's do it. So he um, tells me to push with the next contraction and I push. In the meantime, my husband is not in the room and I have no idea what's happening. And the next thing I know is I feel him patting my shoulder, he must come in from the back side, mm -hmm. and he says, oh my God, because there is an ass and feet sticking out of me. <laughs> With poop. And, and no, they cleaned up the poop at that point. <laughs> but and, at one point, there's also poop. absolutely horrified, and I'm looking at him going, really? And the doctor's like, okay, listen, you need to push as hard as you can. We gotta, we gotta get this baby out right now. So the nurses are pushing on my stomach, oh. and my husband says, You've got this, honey. You can do this. And I push. I'm pushing. And I turn and look at him and say, I don't ever want to hear your fucking voice again as long as I live. Stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> and the nurses start laughing. And I push. And out comes Evan. Mm -hmm. And they finally have an IV in my arm. So I get some drugs. And they're like, you know, are well, you okay? I'm like, yeah. not, not really. I mean, you know, a little, a little med would be great. And I'm like, where's my mom? My mom's not in the room. Like, where? And my poor mom is outside in the hallway, outside the delivery room, like, crying by herself. Oh. They didn't let her come in. I would have rather had her than David. Sorry, David, if you ever listen to this. And then I was supposed to have my tubes tied. So after they, like, I don't know, do all the things that they do after you have a baby, and, you know, we all, you know, get cry, and we're happy, and we have a beautiful, healthy baby boy, fine. Um, he says, well, I don't know what you want to do. We could put an epidural in and we could tie your tubes in a couple hours. I can come back. And I'm like, um, 
I'm so sorry. My contribution to this family is officially fucking over. <laughs> you better have a vasectomy if you want to come back into our bedroom because we're done. Well, I'm yeah. done, and I want everyone to know now. I've done my done. part. We're done. So, and that was the story of baby Evan. And the, like, five or six hours later, my doctor came to check on me, and he said, I've never in my career done anything like that. I hope to never do anything like that again. And the nurses are, like, they are still laughing. Like, they're going to talk about you for years. Because literally, after they cleaned me up, they took me back to the, like, labor and delivery, like, the room, because there wasn't a post post room ready for me on postpartum and they were like name date of birth social security number like put an armband on me an yeah. allergy band do you have any allergies do you have you yeah how was your how was your pregnancy yeah. so um, <laughs> it's I, over I, forever I fully, yeah i fully got admitted after i was sitting and nursing my baby and and my when david came over you know to sit with me and hold the baby he's like do you want anything i'm like what time does Jerry's Deli open? I'm yeah, so I could hungry. Use all the I feel like I ran a marathon. I'm yeah. really hungry. It was actually the easiest delivery. I was up walking like two hours later. Fine. Yeah, leaving. A little bit, it. a little bit stressful. My mom says it took like five years off her life. I feel like it sounds like um, I just watched it. Father of the Bride, uh -huh. part two. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and they're all running down the hallway. Like, yeah. That's what I think of when you see that story. And that poor ER attendant who just wanted me to, to sit get in the my wheelchair. fat ass in that wheelchair. <laughs> and I'm like, there's a head coming out. I can't. Like, I'm going to crush my baby. Like, I can't sit. It yeah. was awful. It was awful. And David says he he was really calm because he really didn't think I was in labor. He's like, I thought we'd get to the hospital and you'd be at, like, four. I really yeah. did not believe that I needed to start running red lights and stuff they so. have no idea no they, they don't get no it idea. and that primal urge when you're not medicated is really strong yeah you know obviously i didn't yeah. have that the first two times I so know. it was pretty funny so that is probably my most embarrassing story i don't other than to visit people like i've never set foot in that hospital again yeah. unless i have no talking i still feel like <laughs> my name my, my name is somewhere yeah you're still talking about big, yeah, remember that psychopath with her mom and her husband and, her, and the bun. Yeah, yeah the bun. <laughs> the bun. Oh my God, my hair was. But her nails so looked nice. Gross. She did have smooth ass legs. But her legs. I'm like, <laughs> I shaved my legs. I'm like, and her mom <laughs> said she's normally super and nice. And she's super nice. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not that nice ever. <laughs> and second of all, I'm never gonna see these people again. Like. My parents were here for, so I was induced both times. My parents were here for the second one. My mother-in-law had my other son because we had another baby. And my dad was hearing aids. And I was just telling my little brother this story the other day that, like, came in the second time cool as a cucumber, right? Because you know what to expect. I knew I was going to get an epidural. I was not going to try to be a hero this time because I just did that the first time. So I uh, rolled in, and I'm like, I'm ready right here, right? So they give me the epidural, and I get in the bed, and... My parents and my husband are watching The Departed. Oh my gosh! Don't <laughs> because it's watch like that the other day. <laughs> it's like one o'clock in the afternoon, and other than Maury, what are you gonna watch with yeah, The Departed true. on cable TV and in a, uh, in a delivery room? Pretty woman on so, something or like reruns on of The Star. Office or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I had gone like unchecked for the longest time, and the fetal monitor had run out of paper, kept beeping, and like. A nurse just happened to come by and was like, oh, what can I found in the hall? And had my OB with, with her. And he's like, let's just take a look because while we're here. a baby on the table. So, and I don't, like, feel like, because, again, I've had the epidural. Mm -hmm. Like, I, 
I'm so relaxed. So he goes to just take a look and he's pulling the overhead lights down. Like we should probably get a team in here. So I'm like, dad, 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 <laughs> with his hearing aids, just so engrossed in the departed. Like dad, get out. You might want to leave. <laughs> oh, all right, we'll see you in a few. It's time. Yeah, just like leave the room if you don't want to be scarred for life. Leave. I guess one of my other great stories is it, it. I really didn't participate in it, but when I was having, when I was delivering Josh, which probably he'd still be in utero if they hadn't cut him out. Um, Never wanted just to vacate. I was, like a, I, I was like a week late, and they induced me at like midnight. And we were watching Friends yep. all night long, like a marathon. And then um, I needed to have an emer. I was pushing, and he was heart rate wasn't going well. My blood pressure was awful. Anyways, they decided to do a C-section at that point. I wouldn't have cared what they did as long as it was over. So they threw me on a gurney, and David's parents. His mom had, was with us, and my parents were there. His dad and stepmom were supposed to come up like a week later after the baby was born. They surprised us and flew up. Oh, so that's... David had gone to the waiting room to go get something and to let them know that we were going to have a C-section. And he told them, he's like, she's coming out in a minute. Everyone, get behind the wall. And he made everyone hide so that no, I didn't see that they were there when I went to my C-section because he knew it was going to aggravate me. Yeah. Oh, he knows. He knows better. It's a good class. He knows you're better. Your parents are here, so no one yeah. ever. <laughs> so my mom always laughs at when she's like, remember that time David said, get behind the wall. That's so funny. I made everyone hide behind a wall in the waiting room so that as they wheeled me past, I wouldn't see them all. Well, I mean, you would have told me later. Who surprises someone in labor? That's a yeah. terrible like, enough of a surprise. Pro tip: Don't I mean, surprise anybody with it. Yeah, absolutely no idea what was about to transpire. This is not the and right surprise location. Like the greatest, yeah, didn't seem like the greatest time to be surprised. Also, Josh was supposed to be a girl. Okay. And out came Hannah Rose surprise. with a penis. So that was a surprise also. Yeah. I have three brothers. We were all girls. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. So she was real happy when she got to you. Yeah. Yeah. But then the story goes, my dad said, what do I do with her? Yeah. Because no. he was not a, what didn't know what I, to do with. What do I do with that? It's a whole different diaper situation. Yeah. I don't, I have two boys, so I haven't had to. Next time we should talk about most embarrassing kids stories. Oh my god. Like things your kids have done to you. Like when my son called the lady in the burka a ghost. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, that was no. awesome. Walking down the hall. Oh, no. the time oh mommy, she looks spooky. <laughs> that was She's good. On. Yeah. Oh, or the no. time that we were at, at uh, DSW and Joshua was like three and a half and yelled out in the middle of the store, My penis is really hurting me. <laughs> and I looked at David and said, I gotta get my shoes rung up. Like I'm not yeah. leaving. Can go, you handle this? Can you please go take him to like a bathroom or something? I don't know what that situation is. <laughs> but like it was like a Sunday afternoon and it was packed. I mean, everyone turned and looked, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know that kid. I do have this on size seven. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, I think I told you recently. My younger one, who is just an absolute cherub and is like so sweet to me. If I ever feel bad about myself, he's there to bully me. So he was telling me that he was watching the Dodger game with his cousins and there was an ad 
on one of the breaks and in one of the ads there was a girl that they all wished was their mom because she was so much prettier and so much sweeter than me and I was like what? buddy ow <laughs> like, are you mad and I said what well, I mean, it, I mean it hurts a little but yeah. I mean th- sh- <laughs> what do you say right so then he's like um are you, you could just be our moms together. And I'm like, no, this you're not even back you're down. No, it gets worse. It gets worse. Is this someone you know? No, just some random ad on like, oh, on TV. On TV, yeah. And the fact that he's like text five and telling me about an ad he saw, it's already yeah. like, all right, yeah, well, I'll make it to your commercials. Is that yeah. Okay? yeah. You on YouTube. Yeah, it sounds like oh. you need Metamucil already. You're watching yeah. ads on the TV, you're five. Yeah. So, um, so I'm like, well, buddy, um, I can work on getting sweeter, but I can't get any prettier. I'm stuck with so what God gave me. I can try and get prettier, but I ain't getting sweeter. <laughs> I can try to be sweeter, but I can't get prettier. I'm, I'm no, stuck with what God gave sorry. me. And he goes, you could buy prettier makeup. Aww. Which is like, I'm already not not gifted with things like makeup and girl things. I raise boys. And I was like... Uh, we just need to change the subject. Like, you have now yeah. doubled down yeah. on the fact that, like, you really thought she was so much prettier hey, that buddy. I need prettier makeup. Let's go make yeah. your broccoli salad for dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to eat your Brussels sprouts, you little shit. Yeah. That's hurtful. Oh, is your nightlight off? It's yeah. staying that way. Yeah. Nightmares about what you just said to me. Evan used to pr- tap on my boobs and go, I just love your pillows. Because I hung to the ground, not because they, <laughs> you know, I don't think for the good reasons. See, yours is sweet. My son just goes boob attack and then pumps them. <laughs> Where did he learn that from? The ghost. I don't know. I don't want to go. Daddy. The spooky one was this. Yeah. yeah. That was mortifying. It was right in the hallway here. Yeah. And, and of course here, right? No, it was someone whose loved one was in the ICU. Oh. And she Is was she exiting here, or like hopefully, hopefully. not. Well, I don't think that it covers your ears, but I don't think it plugs them. I mean, like, no, it was like an empty hallway, and it was oh, just like an echo. her in front of us. That always happen. And he was like, "Ooh, mommy, she looks spooky. She looks like a ghost." <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, I guess they're not teaching. Only to be undone when he says something like, or my daughter, I forget which one said it, said something like. Why is that person so dark? Oh, yeah. And then you instantly feel like you need to explain, like, they're a different color. Like my, my children have seen someone that's not yeah. blonde hair and blue-eyed. I swear to you. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. What about the so woman? Wasn't there, like, a, a, a really overweight lady? And you were like, don't say anything. I'm sure. Like, in line? I mean, if... And you were like, no. No. <laughs> shh, shh. Don't. They just—it's like a bead of honey, way. like so, like right. the lady with they the lumpy butt, oh, like lumpy like that. That lady's gonna find my son, and she's gonna stand right in front of him, and he's gonna be like, yeah. "Why is your butt so lumpy?" And he's either gonna say something, which is mortifying, or I'm gonna see it and be fearful the entire time, yeah, and white knuckle it, waiting yeah. for him to say something. I feel like I've done my children enough favors that, like, I don't know. I, there are so many ridiculous things that come out of my mouth that afterwards I'm like, that couldn't have just really happened. That like, I've set a really comfortable yeah. stage for them. Yeah. There's really. I feel like it's in there. Knowing you, I feel like it's in their DNA. Yeah, they they're just screwed. Yeah. They're just screwed. I told you that when I was making an introduction from like, oh, doctor, this is doctor. How's your wife? Mm-hmm. She's dead. She's not my wife. And I said, <laughs> your fiance. 
And he goes, she's not my fiance. She's doing very well, though. She's engaged to someone else. Ooh. And, um, I mean, people are backing out of the room. And I go, well, we hate her. And That wasn't that long ago. No, it sure wasn't. It was, like, two years ago. And we're, he still talks to me, so. Sorry. But you're so sweet. I, yeah, just, uh, like, Ignorant. Just like embrace coming out and it makes it charming. Yeah. Well, I hope it's charming because otherwise, again, like I don't know how I stayed employed this long. I think it's charming. You're great. I love it. You stick with that. It works in your favor. Yeah. It's like my snore. I love your snore. It's just part of who you are. Just embrace it. Yeah. I put it on my match.com profile. Yeah. Wait, finally? No. <laughs> no. Right? <laughs> I'm on a different site now. <laughs> <laughs> My husband can't find. Okay. It's not called OnlyFans. Mm, Ashley Madison. That's Isn't it. That Ashley, Ma- Ashley, Ashley Madison. Ashley. That was the one where, like, the guys were. Remember? The yeah. guys were, like, cheating on their wives. Yeah. And then there was, like, some leak. And then it all got leaked out. And then yeah. all these guys got exposed. Yeah. No, my husband fully knows. Like, uh, what's the foot finder? Like, yeah. My, he, my husband co-signs on all of it. It's going to make me five bucks. There you go. God, <laughs> that's your copy right there. Yeah, he's right. all for it. All right. Perfect. There Absolutely. There we go. There we go. I have no other embarrassing stories that I can think of. I mean, at the moment, yeah. I got plenty of others, but I don't spoil them all yet. I mean, <laughs> listen, I have plenty of wild stories that don't necessarily directly involve me, but like family stories of, of family dinners that have gone awry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Again, just so many things I can't. Yeah. I can't, can't un- put um, documented. No. no. Definitely. <laughs> and yet we sparkle. And yet yes. we sparkle. We sparkle. We sparkle. And there's sparkle. Yeah. Cool. All right. Should we call Sam back in? I guess we're done. <laughs> Sam's never. It's coming a safe space. Like if she started. thought it was too much estrogen before. Yeah. Right. <laughs> once the dick in the mouth conversation starts, she made a quick exit. I Can I just say? She couldn't. She could. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's oh hard to go. I get it. Yeah. All right. On that note, now we figure out how to publish it and not get fired. Go team. Go. Bye. Bye.